Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps. You know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, they moved into a new townhouse. They just lived there a couple months before the paranormal activity was just too much. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Share those real ghost stories with us. We'd love to hear them. Call them in at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You could become a premium subscriber. You get all the advanced episodes, access to the archive, no commercials. You can sign up through Apple Podcasts where you can try it three days free, see if you like it. You can also sign up through patreon.com slash real ghost stories or at ghostpodcast.com. I'm Carol Hughes and Harper's here today. How's it going? It is going great. How are you, Carol? It's okay. So the other night I thought I had paranormal activity in my house, but I didn't. That sounds like an average day for you. Uh-huh. Kind of a regular day. Here's the funny thing. So maybe it is paranormal. Because my ice maker quit working in my refrigerator. And I'm like, well, crap. One more thing to deal with, right? And you know yeah. when the ice maker's working and you don't expect to be hearing anything and then you hear the ice dropping or something? It's like, what was that? So it can kind of sound paranormal. My ice maker quit for three weeks and then I'm watching TV and I heard something. I was like, what was that? And it was my ice maker. (laughs) It just started after three weeks of not making any ice. It suddenly started making ice again. Paranormal. Is it paranormal? Is it an average paranormal activity sort of thing? Or is it just what? What was that Harper? Maybe the ice maker finally just started working. (laughs) It scared the crap out of me. And then last night, my microwave quit working. I got out of it what I needed, and I was like, well, I'm going to heat it up one more minute. So I go to stick it back in. My microwave quits working. So I'm like, well, I guess I have it heated up enough. That's fine. Crap. Now I got to buy a new microwave. Maybe 20 minutes later, I'm sitting there watching some TV again, and I hear my microwave start beeping. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Why are why are all these things quitting? And then, like, the microwave stopped. Like, there's no light. It was like it was unplugged. So I don't know. I I don't think it's paranormal, but I think it's weird. Maybe it's just electrical problems. I think so. I don't know what the deal is with the ice maker. That's not electrical. It's weird that it didn't work for three weeks. And then when you hear that sound, it does sound like something's going on that shouldn't be. I have ice. That's nice. And you also have a working microwave. Yay! I don't have to go spend any money on that today. Back to our conversation in just a moment. First, I want to thank our supporter today, NutriSense. That is actually the sound of the NutriSense biosensor that I've been wearing. With NutriSense... It's really amazing. I've learned some very interesting things about my food and drink choices and how it all affects my body and also how sleep, exercise, stress, all of that exercise plays a big role in my health as well. Your glucose levels can significantly impact how your body and mind feels and functions. NutriSense lets you analyze your glucose levels in real time in response to food, exercise, stress, sleep. It's been, like I said, very fascinating to see my results and see what I need to do different to feel my best uh, all the time. 
NutriSense includes one month of free board-certified nutritionist guidance and support. My nutritionist has been super helpful going over the results, the data, and answering any questions I have so I can fully understand what exactly this system is, how it works, and what I can do to make it work best for me. It keeps me accountable by messaging me when I'm going off my plan. It's kind of nice. Yes, NutriSense has helped me take better choices into account about what I eat. NutriSense has really helped put in perspective for me what I need to do to feel my best in terms of losing weight, mental acuity, physical fitness, all of that. It can do the same for you too. Start decoding your body's messages and pave the way for a healthier life. Visit NutriSense.com slash ghost and get $30 off your first month and one month of board-certified nutritionist support. When they ask how you learned about NutriSense, make sure you tell them it was the Real Ghost Stories online podcast. So let's listen to a ghost story. This says, my story happened about 25 years ago when my husband, our three-year-old daughter, and myself moved into a townhouse in a newly developed community on the west side of town in Ventura, California. The area was once home to the Chumash Indians, and I'm not sure if I said that right, maybe Chumash, which is why the streets in that community all have Native American names. The street we lived on was Chippewa Lane. We only lived there for a few months, and I'll explain the reason why. The first strange The first strange occurrence happened one night in my daughter's room. I'd fallen asleep with her and was woken up in the middle of the night by the two sliding closet doors shaking. I assumed it was an earthquake since it was Southern California, so I laid there waiting for the shaking to either stop or worsen, at which point I would take us both to safety. After what seemed to be a solid minute of the door shaking loudly and aggressively, they finally stopped and I went back to bed. The next morning, I asked my husband if the earthquake had also woken him and he replied, what earthquake? I assumed he had just slept through it, so I turned on the news and couldn't find anything of this so-called earthquake. So I just brushed it off as a freakish experience. The next incident happened when my sister came to visit me. We'd all loaded up in the car to leave when my sister said she needed to run back in the house as she had forgotten something. We waited in the car for her as she ran upstairs to fetch her item. Our stairs went one direction halfway up. Then there was a wall where he had to turn in the opposite direction to continue up. As she was coming down the stairs, she stated that something pushed her. This call, this fall caused her knee to go through the wall located right before the turn to go down the second half of the stairs. When she got in the car, she was visibly shaken, stating that she felt two hands on her back push her down the stairs. Of, cl- of course, I ran into the house to investigate only to find a hole in my stairwell wall. Another unexplained freakish experience. Doesn't say anything about going to the hospital, but putting your knee through the wall. Even if it was kind of maybe, maybe she maybe she didn't break it. Yikes! But that would hurt. Yeah. Because walls are like, if you think about it, like it'd be really it would like hurt like a lot to make your knee go through a wall or mm-hmm. any part of you, for that matter. Because like. Walls are hard. <laughs> Walls are really hard. 
man, I feel bad for her. And then to be traumatized by feeling a push. That's very recognizable feeling. Yeah. Um, it says, now my husband, who is not a big believer in the supernatural, was experiencing something when he went into his walk-in closet. He would come out most times with a scared look on his face and a somewhat confused demeanor. When I asked him just what it was he was experiencing, when I asked him just what it was he was experiencing in his closet, he would brush it off saying it was nothing and he didn't want to talk about it. Claiming it was nothing still didn't stop him from moving all of his items into my walk-in closet, leaving his vacant. We've been divorced now for 20 years, but I recently asked him what happened in that closet back then. I still get a similar answer even after 25 years. I don't remember. The final event we experienced came in the middle of the night when we were all asleep. I was sleeping on my back when I suddenly woke to what I thought was my husband poking his finger repeatedly in my chest, as if to get me to wake up. I remember being so annoyed at him, thinking he would stop if I just lay there and pretended to be asleep. I figured whatever it was could wait until the next day, or he'd be really waking me up. The poking subsided for a minute and then picked back up, moving faster and heavier. I was getting really annoyed at this point when I realized he wasn't going to stop until I responded, so I opened my eyes and I shouted, What? That is when the worst fear I had ever experienced in my life hit me. My husband was sound asleep next to me, lying on his side and facing the wall. It could not have been him poking me in the chest. I woke my husband up and explained what had happened, and of course, we were both so freaked out by it, neither of us could go back to sleep. The next day, we had decided that we had had enough, and we went and found another apartment to rent. We didn't return to that townhouse until moving day, as neither of us wanted to spend another night there. I can tell you, I never once felt comfortable for the few months we lived in that townhouse. There was always a sense of someone or something being in that house with us. I was always afraid to be there alone, even during the day. And for reasons unknown to me, upstairs was always the scariest place in the house. To this day, if anyone pokes me in the chest, a panic still rushes over me. The feeling of those fingers tapping me stays with me like it happened just last night. Thank you for listening, and I would really like to get your feedback on what you think was really going on in that house. Rebecca. I'm going to just go out on a limb and say that house was haunted. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fun. end of story. We think yeah. it was a haunted house. Yes. Yes, we do. And, you know, and it's so hard to say what was haunting it. You know, there would be no way of knowing. Maybe it was something with the closet. Maybe it was something with the Indians who had lived there at one time. Because yeah. it said it was their home. But it's just so hard to tell. But you also know those things happened. And like the the earthquake thing, like the doors, like earthquakes are really kind of scary because they totally do feel paranormal. Because when there was a lot of fracking going on, Kansas isn't one for having earthquakes, but when they were fracking, we we started having earthquakes. And there was one day in particular where we had six but they're not Sorry, huge. Six? six in one day. And they weren't huge, 
But it was enough that it's like, it feels like my whole house is moving, which is a very weird feeling. And one time we had one that was a 4.8, which is pretty big. And it was the weirdest feeling if my whole bed was shaking. But I'm laying in bed and I can feel my whole bed shaking. But is it my bed? Is it my house? You know, it, it felt like something out of a scary movie. I didn't know what the hell it was. And the other weird thing was it sounded like something was just like spraying sand, like gravel on the side of my house. It felt like these, like, I don't know what that sound was. But it was Ooh. the weirdest. So I could see why you would go to, especially living in California, while you would go to it being an earthquake. But now with apps on your phone, like I could immediately look it up and be like, okay, that was an earthquake. But back then you didn't have that. So no. That would just be scary. And then yeah. you would have known if it was a if it was an earthquake that strong, you would have heard that about that on the news. And I wonder what happened in his closet. I think that's interesting like, that he doesn't want to, like, why not just tell her? Like, maybe he, like, actually forgot. Like, maybe something caused him to forget. Oh, could be. But at the time, I would be like, you are not moving all your crap into my closet. You got your own. Yeah. Now they've got one really crowded closet with another one sitting there empty. Something had to happen. Asked. Yeah, I, something like must have happened to cause that. Something did, and he maybe he just thought like, oh, it's going to make me sound crazy. Maybe he didn't realize the other stuff was going on in the house. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Haunted house. Haunted townhouse. That's our answer. I'm, and, and we're really glad that you moved. Yes, by far. Here is a call. This is oh. Jennifer from Austin, Texas again. I wanted to call in and tell you about um, a house that I grew up in in San Antonio. Uh, we moved there when I was five years old, and it, my mom's brother had killed himself um, maybe about a year before. And um, a lot of spooky things happened in that house. But apparently my mom had told my dad that, you know, he'd appeared to her in a master bedroom. So basically, when you walked into the house, there was three bedrooms all in a row. It was the first bedroom, which my brother stayed in, the middle bedroom, which was the smallest, which, which I stayed in, and then the master bedroom, obviously, where my parents stayed. And, um, you know, he thought, you know, she was sick or going crazy until one day they were laying in bed. My dad, as a second or third job, he always had multiple jobs. Um, they came, he came home and this ball of light came out of the kitchen or I'm sorry, out of the bathroom in the master bedroom, excuse me. And I remember two weeks later us moving into another house and, you know, my parents weren't well off at all. And it was a huge thing for us to, to move to another house, to take a second mortgage. I remember us trying to sell the house again. I was like five to 10 years old and we had relatives stayed there, people staying there and, Eventually, when I was 10 years old, we had to move back into the house, but my mom refused to stay in that master bedroom. So I remember my dad built a room addition on the other side of the house, and my brother moved into the master bedroom. I moved into the first bedroom where he used to stay, and the middle bedroom was just a junk room. And um, I had weird things happen. My sheets would get 
ripped, pulled off my face because I would always sleep with the covers over my face. I had a fish tank in my room. I was always scared. My door was always opening up by myself. And I was old enough that my brother told me when, when we were younger, when we first moved in that house, that people would pull on his toes. Anyways, um, my brother was staying in the master bedroom, which apparently, which was the most activity. He was sleeping in my parents' bedroom. This is when he was in high school. He would sleep in my parents' bedroom. He refused to sleep in that house. And then um, my parents got divorced three years later. And um, my brother took the room addition that my parents had moved into. And my dad moved back into the master bedroom. And um, anyway, um, a few years passed. And then finally, my brother moved out. And I took the master bedroom. And I... It was weird. It was like a residual energy um, would always would always be in there, but it would stop at the door. It was very strange. But one of the things that I wanted to tell most about was I was studying in my room and we my dad had tiled the entire house. And I remember you could hear my dad shuffling. He wore these Adidas flip flops and you can hear him shuffling to the door. And I remember studying and all of a sudden I just heard this loud knock at my bedroom door and I knew it wasn't my dad. Yes, I was enthralled and, you know, studying, but I didn't hear him. And honestly, my dad, he would knock and just open the door. He never just knocked and not said anything. And I knew it wasn't him. So I didn't say anything. I just sat there and didn't say anything. He didn't come in and it was just a really creepy experience. Um, we finally moved out of that house and I just, I always dream about it. Super weird. And, uh, anyway, that's my ghost story. Um, I've been at EPP since 2015. I love y'all and keep up the good work. Thanks. So I have a question about that story. So they were living in the haunted house and then they bought the new house, but there wasn't activity in the new house. Was there? I don't believe so. So those were stories about the original house? Yes, I think so. Okay, that's what I thought it was. And then I'm like, did I miss it? Did it go with them to the new house? Because that's some pretty serious activity that you want out of it so bad you're willing to take out a second mortgage and pay two mortgages for a while while you're selling your first house. That's a lot. And I also really can relate to the dreaming about the house because... I probably, I don't know how many years, like 20, 30 years after we moved out of that house when I was a kid, that I still had dreams about that place. And I still do occasionally, not like I used to. It used to be pretty frequently I would dream about it, like weekly. And now I haven't. But I think when you go through something so traumatizing like that, it sticks with you. Yeah. And it shows up in your dreams. But... yeah. I think her parents did the only thing they could do, right? Mm-hmm. Was to get everybody out of there and get them someplace safe. By far. Well, wait, I had it once. I should say I never want that experience yes, again. again. <laughs> That's what. I don't want that to ever happen again. So if you have a real ghost story, you can share it with us at 855-853-4802. Write in at realghoststoriesonline.com if you want to go that way. And you can become a premium subscriber. You'll get advanced episodes, access to the archive, no commercials. You can sign up through Apple Podcasts where you can try it three days free. 
Sign up through patreon.com slash realghoststories or at ghostpodcast.com. For all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thank you for listening.